Cardinals right now. They're on the upswing. That much is clear. And joining me to talk a little bit about the Phils right now is Tim Kelly of Phillies Nation and our own WIP uh, street team. What's up, Tim? What's going on, Andrew? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for doing this. And uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on this red-hot Phillies team and what you're seeing and how exciting this is right off the bat. Yeah, I think they're very much for real at this stage. They're tied with the Braves. The Nationals have caught fire a bit the past few days. But this is a team that's very much in the thick of the division and wild card races. And I think the scary thing is that their bullpen figures to be much better in the second half of the season, just like it was a year ago. They could make an external addition, but they're going to hopefully have Pat Neshek for the entire second half. He just came back within the last 10 days. And then Luis Garcia and Adubre Ramos shouldn't be too far behind. I also think guys like Tommy Hunter, they're due for some positive regression. So when you couple that with the fact that Scott Kendry appears to be turning the corner. They may be even better in the second half. How good of a job has Gabe Kapler done? I know, like, obviously early on there was criticism. Um, now you're starting to get, like, manager of the year murmurs out there. I mean, how good of a job w- would you grade him this year so far? Yeah, I mean, I- I'm not sure there was a person in the world, maybe with the exception of Kapler, who is uber positive, that didn't wonder if this was going to blow up quickly the way the first week of the season went. But to his credit, Gabe weathered the storm. He predicted after they got trounced in Atlanta that the Phillies would be a playoff team. And if the season ended today, they would be in the playoffs. I think the thing that's allowed him to be so successful is like Doug Peterson, he doesn't think he knows everything. He's willing to listen to those around him. And there's a reason the Phillies surrounded him with a bench coach like Rob Thompson, who had 10 years of experience with the Yankees prior to this. And Thompson's been among those, along with Carlos Santana, who have talked about how Kapler's the guy you want to come to work for every day. You want to win for him. And these aren't two rookies that have never known any other way. Santana was with Cleveland, who was one of the most successful organizations in the league over the last five years with Terry Francona. Um, and then Thompson was obviously with Joe Girardi in New York, which has been one of the most successful organizations over the last 10 years. So, People around him speak highly of him, and I think at this point you have no other choice but to think that he's in the manager of the year discussion. The the bats have starting are starting to get a little bit hot of late, um, and you talked about it a little bit earlier. Do you think we can expect or should expect some of the bats to get hot as we head into you know the trade deadline after the All Star break? Yeah, I mean I think Reese Hoskins for sure is going to have a better second half. He's been very good since returning from the disabled list. I would look for a big second half from him. And then if they're able to add someone, I think that not only if they add someone at third base, potentially someone that hits fifth in the lineup, that not only gives them an upgrade there, but it allows someone like Carlos Santana, who's hitting in front of said addition to see more pitches. I think Santana's walked a ton. He's fielded well. I think his bat improves in the second half. Um, Odubo Herrera is going to be Odubo. He's going to be streaky, but he's, uh, put together some very good streaks in the first half. And like I said, Scott Kingery appears to be turning a corner. And if you remember how we talked about him at the beginning of the season, we thought this was a rookie of the year candidate. If you get anything like that, it's a massive upgrade over what you've had from Kingery in the first half. You mentioned a third baseman at the at the deadline, and we're talking with Tim Kelly of Phillies Nation. You mentioned a, a possible third baseman. Is that a guy like Adrian Beltre? His name has been out there. And what else do you think the Phillies can do or should do at the deadline? I don't think it's going to be Beltre because I think all indications are Beltre is only going to leave 
for a perfect situation. And it's for, for as fun as the Phillies have been this season, I don't think they're a perfect situation. Like, New York is a perfect situation right now. Going back to Boston's a perfect situation. He has a no-trade clause, and I'm not sure he's going to waive that to come to Philadelphia. I think someone like Mike Moustakis of the Kansas City Royals, who's a rental, he's someone that's been a two-time All-Star, he's played in two World Series, he could make a lot of sense for this team. I think they need to make an upgrade either there and or right field, or maybe they make an upgrade with someone who can play both positions. I think they need to do that, and then they also need to add someone out of the bullpen. You look at uh, this Cole Hamels rumors, and uh, I I don't know. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I think it makes some sense, especially if he's cheap. He's struggling now, but what's your take on the Phillies potentially bringing back Cole Hamels? Cole Hamels entered Saturday with a fifth of five, which was the ninth worst mark in all of baseball. He then proceeded to give up seven runs today. Only three of them were earned, but he didn't last an inning against the Tigers, who aren't exactly competing for the World Series this year. His ERA is now up to 437. So to me, the talk of him being an upgrade, I I just kind of wonder who he's an upgrade over at this point. He's not an upgrade over Noah. He's not an upgrade over Eflin. He's not an upgrade over Arietta. Nick Cavetta's had a strange season, but when his breaking pitches have been on, he's been a frontline caliber starter. I don't think he's going anywhere. And even Vince Velasquez, Cole Irvin, and De Los Santos, you can kind of piece together the end of the rotation. If I'm Matt Klintock, I think there's areas that you need to upgrade, but with a starting rotation barring an injury in the next couple of weeks, I think you just kind of ride it out with what you have. All right, if I had to nail you down on like a, a final prediction for this team and where they end up this season, how do you see it shaking out? NL East champs or, or wild card, or how do you see it? I think they're going to win one of the two wild cards, and it wouldn't shock me if they win one of the divisions, but I don't think the Braves are going to go anywhere. And if the Nationals put things together in the second half, who knows? But I think if you ask me today, I do think they're going to win one of the wild cards, and I like the odds, assuming you don't have to burn Aaron Noah one of the last few days of the season to get into the wild card game. I like the idea of him pitching in that game because I don't think there's going to be another wild card team, maybe with the exception of the Dodgers, that's able to counter with someone as good as Aaron Noah. Tim Kelly, Phillies Nation. Thanks a lot, Tim. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. There he is, Tim Kelly, 888-SAY-ESPN, 